Praise the Lord. Uh, praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder uh, Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. Uh, we bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's the head of our life. And we give honor to our Honorable Pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to uh, Lady Paulette, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom, and to all of you that are viewing and are subscribed to our channel. Uh, we say God bless you, and we thank God for you joining us today. Uh, we are very excited um, about the Word of God and about what God is doing in the lives of the people of God, and we're uh, thrilled to bring you uh, good news today. Uh, there's no bad news. We have good news for you today. And we want to have good news for you every day because Jesus is alive and well, praise God. And so uh, we definitely honor my own lovely wife, Missionary Newson, and uh, to all of our leadership, our presider, Bishop uh, Dr. Charles Bennett, and also uh, assistant presider, uh, Bishop Charles Webb, and also Mother Webb. And the Executive Council Board of Bishops want to thank God for them and for all of the uh, district elders and bishop elects. Um, we said praise the Lord. And we want to pray uh, before we get into the lesson plan today because we have a short time. But we started a little later because we're uploading some flyers and getting some things ready for the broadcast. Um, we do have a couple things that we do want to put on. Um, for the people of God. And so we'll be getting those things later. Um, there's a lot going on this year. And so we're going to get these flyers up uh, definitely uh, this week. Um, we get some up today and some will go out on Wednesday and we'll be posting all of our national events that we're having as well as uh, local events that are being had. And so with that being said, let us pray for our uh, sick that's among us. Let us pray for those that have requested prayer. Uh, a lot of people need prayer. And if you don't know nobody need prayer, pray for me. Uh, definitely want to say uh, we are definitely um, going to walk by faith on this year as we did on last year. But we need to walk a little bit closer to God than we did on yesterday. All right. That's what we are all striving to do. I believe that. And uh, with that being said, let us pray for all of our mothers, pray for deacons, um, pray for the ministers, evangelists, and the uh, lay members and different parishioners. Let's pray for them. Uh, let us please pray for leadership. Uh, continue to pray for those that are bereaved, those that have lost families and loved ones. We ask that you would pray for them you know, that the Lord will, you know, touch them and, um, you know, give them a deliverance because uh, we just don't know uh, what the outcome will be if we don't pray. All right. We know if we don't pray, uh, the outcome uh, could be different. And so uh, because of the prayers, the effectual fervent prayer, of the righteous availing much, uh, we want to get down on our knees and pray. And, uh, Got a beautiful Sunday school lesson coming up. 
you know, uh, talking about uh, standing tall. And he's kind of lessons dealing with Daniel, dealing with prayer. And uh, a lot of times people think because you're on your knees, they have you at a disadvantage. But I don't want no believer to be deceived. Getting on your knees uh, puts you before God and puts you before the one that's able to grant favor. And you can stand tall in prayer. And that's what we want to find ourselves doing. Standing tall on our knees, praise God. Giving God the glory. And so let us go before his throne of grace. Continue to pray for all of our precious mothers, those that are confined to their spaces, those that are sick, those that are shut in. Uh, please pray for the Pierce family uh, and many others that uh, reached out and wanted us to uh, go before the Lord in prayer on their behalf. Continue to pray for Bishop Mother Bullock, as well as all of the pastors that have a family member that is ill. Pray for um, Elder Michael Sims, our presider, uh, and uh, First Lady, uh, their son. Let us pray for him and his family, uh, that the Lord will continue to bless our good friend, because we just know uh, God is not through yet. And so it's not over until God says over. And so we need to continue to uh, fight the good fight of faith. And uh, we hadn't got any update on his status, but we just believe in God uh, until uh, God gets through. And uh, we want the family to be strengthened and encouraged, especially our presider. Let us continue to pray for him and his family, that the Lord continue to take them through. Um, whatever it is that uh, we need to go through uh, on this year. All right. And so let us get ready to go before it's throne of grace. We're going to go to Second uh, Chronicles 7, 14 through 16. Please pray for our daughter, Gabrielle. Pray for uh, all of our grandchildren. Uh, remember Sister Newsom in prayer. Uh, continue to pray for her that the Lord continue to touch our body and, and give us the strength and grace in all of us that God will grant us his favor. All right, so let us go before his throne at this time in Second Chronicles 7 and 14. We're going to read the scripture. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Let us go before the throne of grace. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you once again, O Lord, for you being just, O God, a great God, a merciful Savior. We thank you, O God, for the plan of salvation. We thank you for the gospel of Christ. We thank you, God, for... Oh, God, granting us, oh, God, this opportunity, oh, God, in space of repentance. We thank you, oh, God, for even those that you have placed on our heart as we intercede today. You would touch our leader, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette, and the entire Pentecostal Power Church, Milwaukee, as well as, oh, God, our organization, our presider, system presider, and their wives, and the entire body of believers. We ask you would bless them on today, and even those that are viewing the broadcast, our friends. And our viewers and subscribers that, oh, God, came on to touch and agree with us. We ask God you will bless them in the name of Jesus and those that are going through, those that are grief stricken, that you would comfort them in the hour of bereavement. And Lord God, that you would grant healing 
to those, oh God, that are sick. And you would send deliverance in the name of Jesus. And those that are bound would be loosed. And those that are oppressed, oh God, would be set free. Glory to God. And oh God, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare victory today upon every believer, God, and even those, God, that's got habits that need to be broke. In the name of Jesus and those that, oh God, battling suicide, oh God, in their minds and suicidal, oh God, thoughts, we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that they will be loosed of those thoughts and God, that you would grant them the peace of God that passeth all understanding, that will keep their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We thank you. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Lord, and we give you the glory. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. We thank you today, God. We never could have made it this far. Oh, God, without your help. And Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the honor and the praise, and we claim a great deliverance. In Jesus' name, to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and... Um, uh, since we're here, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right in and uh, start with our scripture. We're going to go back to uh, Ephesians. So I want to go back to Ephesians as we talk about uh, Christian living, part two. Everybody say they're Christian, um, but they don't want to live like a Christian <laughs> or they don't want to live like a saint. You know, I don't like, you know, I I do, you know, like the word Christian, but I, I like the word sanctified better. Hmm? So if I say sanctified, I'm saying Christian. If I say Christian, I'm saying sanctified. That's for those of you that come on that may uh, come on a little later and may not uh, quite uh, follow me. And so I'm referring to holiness, according to Hebrews 12 and 14. But. When we talk about being uh, Christ-like or having Christian character and conduct, let's go to Ephesians, and then we're gonna we're gonna do quite a bit of reading today because uh, we need to get through this lesson plan. And uh, we're at in uh, season twelve, and we're in lesson, uh, I believe, uh, we're in one of our older lessons. Uh, I believe it's 349. So we're going to um, pick it up there. Lesson uh, uh, 349. So we're going to pick it up there. Um, let's take a look here at Ephesians. Go to chapter 4. And we're going to start at about 24. All right. Let's go to. Uh, yeah, let's go to. um uh, well, I'd like to, uh, well, let's start at 17 because it's in order for those that missed part one to get this, let's just go ahead and go to Ephesians 4 and 17. Hmm? Living as a believer. There's a difference between a believer and the unbeliever. Okay. Let's, let's get that out. Let's get that out now. There's a, there should be a difference between a believer and unbeliever. And we've gotten to the time uh, in this dispensation now in the latter part of the church where Christ is soon to come, 
where uh, people are having a struggle with trying to identify what a sanctified person is supposed to be like. That should not be. Now, because people now have compromised so much so, people are confused. Because now people call them wrong, right, and right, wrong. And the Bible did say uh, in Timothy, he said that they would not endure sound doctrine. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? And we can see we're in a time right now, people not enduring the sound doctrine, the sound teaching of the apostles in Jesus Christ himself, which was the chief, which is the chief cornerstone. Now look, in Ephesians here, he alludes to Ephesians uh, 4 and 17, says this, I say therefore and testify, Paul talks to the church of Ephesus and says, not only I'm telling you or saying to you or explaining or teaching you these principles, but I also testify in the Lord. That means my I got a life that go with what I'm, oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And this is what I'm saying. Some people, you know, um, you know, my pastor, you know, he teaches by example. Bishop Murchison, he teaches by example. So I'll make a long story short, you know, it would be very difficult for him to teach us anything if he didn't lead by example. It'd be very difficult. But when you see a man and a woman of God striving and living a holy life and exemplifying it in their life, oh, glory be to God. Oh, that takes it to a whole different level. Hmm? Because if you have stepping, you got to look at yourself and say, you know what? I need to come on with it. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? I need to go a little. I need to get up and go a little bit higher in the Lord. Hmm? Because if, if 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 another individual, God give them the power and the grace and the weather withal to live right, he can do the same for you. But there's no secret to what God can do. Hmm? What he does for others, he will do for you. But you got to have a mind to receive and to be taught the things and the oracles and the principles of God. Now, let's take a look at some things here. He said, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth not, uh, that you henceforth, I'm sorry. Uh, let me, let me go back here. I'm going to put the scripture reader on the screen for you. I think I need to do that. Uh, let's go to Ephesians 4 and 17. I want to get that so you can see it. Yes. All right. It's on the screen for you. Let me see if I can make that a little bit bigger for you. Now, if I make it bigger, I'm, I'm going to probably not be on the screen while I'm reading the scripture, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back on the screen in just a minute. So let me see if I can make that bigger. Let's see. There it is. Okay. It's on the screen for you. I'll come back. You you still should be hearing audio right now. All right. So he says here, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as the Gentiles walk in the vanity. Now, I want to show you something. He says in the vanity. Now, that is something to look at. Walking in the vanity of their minds. Now, let's uh, let's talk about vanity for a minute. 
and the futility. Hmm? So the word, the root word of vanity, you know, um, we can look at uh, the person being vain, very vain about understanding these holy concepts and principles. Hmm? And in first Corinthians 15 and uh, 58, he says that 57, he said, be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So we're not doing this for naught. And to be filled with vanity, that's not to take this serious. Hmm? You know, not even thinking, all glory be to God, that you offending anyone or offending a holy God. Just going about being cynical. Look at this. You shouting on Sunday and on Monday, you in a whole different lifestyle. Look at this. This is where we are today. I'm trying to break this down as we talk about Christian living. Look at this. There's ought to be a difference between Christians and non-Christians because the way the Christian live, hmm? the lifestyle, the conversation. We sing a song that um, we, this, this song goes like this. We must change the way we walk, must change the way we talk. We must live the life yeah, uh, that's pleasing to our king. Hmm? Say, Lord, just be pleased. Now, <laughs> I'm getting ready to get into something here. Lord, just be pleased. Hmm? Lord, just be pleased. We not even pleased. I'm saying you as a Christian yourself, you not even pleased because you know hmm, that we need to come up a little bit higher. Look at this. We all do. Don't you deceive yourself. We got things to work on. Let's take a look. Non-Christians uh, live differently than true Christians. Look at this. Now, I could go to Ephesians 1 and 4, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here for a minute. Let's take a look. Um, in verse number 18, he said, having their understanding darkened, vanity. I mean, you just don't even have uh, any uh, concept about light. Hmm? You, sometimes our uh, black heart, all oh, glory be to God, I'm talking about the unregenerated person. The person with the black heart, they not even, they, they don't even recognize they need help. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Hmm? Until they come into the light. Look at this. And the gospel, the light of the gospel will illuminate the mind. Hmm? Second Corinthians 4 and 3 says, if the gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Oh, glory be to God. I, I like to get it, but I got to stay here real quick. To whom the God of this world had blinded the minds that believe not. Hmm? Lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine unto them. 
Hmm? I told you I had good news for you today. Hmm? The gospel, the truth is the light. Look at this. Having their understanding uh, darkened. All glory be to God. Being alienated from the life of God. Hmm? That means you talking, oh, Bishop Merchants and Priests a long time. You talking about heaven, but you walking like hell. Look at this. This is where we are now. Hmm? We talk a good game, but where's your life to back it up? Hmm? And me and District Elder Turner, I borrowed this from uh, District Elder Turner, uh, Bishop-elect Turner. I borrowed this from him, you know? Uh, you know, one thing about it, you know, we, we have to look at the point of, you know, uh, when you're living right, a person can't spot your life. They can find all kinds of problems, you know. They they may not like your haircut. They may not like, you know, your shoes. They may not like, you know, where you live. They may not like the car you drive. Hmm? Huh? They might not even like the, uh, uh, I don't know, your facial structure. But if the person is not sinning, all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? That's what God is pleased with. A unspotted life. Hmm? Unspotted garment. All oh, glory be to God. Look at this. And this is what we need to be striving for. Ain't no sense in you waiting until communion is called. You know, a bishop called a communion, a pastor called a communion, and now people running and try to get it, get it together. Hmm? You should have got it together before he called communion. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And this is the problem with folk. What if the rapture would take place? Why are you holding that stuff that you know you should have got rid of? You didn't come over here in 24. Oh, glory be to God with more baggage. Look at this. He says here, having their understanding darkened, being alienated. I got to go to verse number 18. I got to, I got to keep y'all uh, abreast of these scriptures. Look at it on the screen. He says, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I know people get upset when you say the word ignorance because it make it, make it seem as sound as if you're saying something hurtful to the person. Ignorance is not a bad word. Hmm? That, hey, I'm ignorant of a lot of things. That means I just don't have knowledge of it. I don't have an awareness hmm? or I haven't been taught. So it doesn't mean that I'm an idiot. Hmm? It doesn't mean that, you know, I don't have sound judgment. It just means I don't know. And so when you tell a person that they're ignorant, they get offended. I don't get offended. If you call me ignorant, I'm not going to be offended. Maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me so I can know. But when we use this word ignorant in the scripture, I want all believers not to take this in a negative connotation because I know in the world we take the same word and we can use it in a negative connotation. But here in the scripture is dealing with just not being taught or not known. Hmm? Have not been revealed, made known. Look at this. Uh, they were alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Because, let's, let's get it, hmm? because of the blindness of their heart. 
Can y'all see that? Because of the blindness of their heart. Your heart can be dark. Your heart can be blinded. Hmm? Now, I'm going to have to go back to Ephesians, but I need to uh, I need to go to another scripture here. I'm going to go to uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and uh, let's go 4 and 3. Uh, let's see. 2 Corinthians 4 and 3. But if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. You see that? It says, in whom the God of this world, I just, I'm trying to help uh, facilitate this while we go through. It said, whom the God of this world had blinded the minds. I want to get something else in here. It says, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not. Hmm? This is the thing. This is where we are. And uh, I wanted to kind of, uh, well, I know Bishop Murchison know where, we, where, where things are, but I kind of wanted to bring this out. You know, people are in the shell of of uh, Christianity, uh, which is a form, but really don't have the power, the internal mechanism, which is the Holy Ghost, to live according to the Word of God, because according to Acts one eight, say, but you should receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Did it come up on you or did you catch the Holy Ghost? Because I'm finding out people have caught the Holy Ghost. You can catch a cold hmm? and you can get rid of it. Hmm? But when God fills you with the Holy Ghost and there's a holy life that resides there with that believer and there's relationship between them and God, he said, if you, if, if, if you open the door, he'll come in and sup with you. Hmm? I'm finding out people, you know, letting God in and out of their life like it's a saloon. But that ain't how God works. God wants to make his abode. The scripture said he, he will, he'll make his abode with you. That means he's going to dwell there. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Minister Steve-O, uh, Minister George did a good job Sunday, and him and uh, Minister uh, Jackson, they did a good job. But he, he talked about Psalms 91. David got the revelation. He that dwelleth in the secret place. You just can't, you can't leave the presence of God. There goes your protection out the window. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. But look at this. He says here, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds hmm, of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, Jesus is God. Hmm? It says, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ is the power of God, according to Romans 1 and 16, and, and salvation. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Glory. You can see I'm starting to get worked up here. Hmm? I'm trying to keep my composure. Hmm? and not go into preaching mode. But look at this. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hmm? 
for it is the power of God under salvation. Hmm? God came to save and redeem mankind huh? from his corruptness, hmm? from his lewd behavior, hmm? uh, from his sinfulness. Oh, glory to God. Let me get out of here. I got to go. And we talking about Christian uh, living. Stop talking like a Christian and live like one. Oh, uh, let me get out of here. Hmm? Because we only talk like it when we're around church folk. Hmm? And when we leave church folk, our conversation change. But all oh, glory be to God. Some people like a gamelia. Hmm? He changed colors. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. But when you are true, bona fide, sanctified believer, all oh, glory be to God. Hmm? You will stand up and be counted. Hmm? And you won't be ashamed. Romans 1 and 16 say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. And as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Mm. All glory be to God. Let me get 18. He says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Hmm? You standing up there knowing you ain't right on the inside. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? And you know you doing wrong your own self. Hmm? And won't get it right and just, oh, just having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Hmm? which may be known of God is manifest in them. It's going to show up after a while. Hmm? The voices at New Mount Olive, where uh, Bishop-elect Johnson is uh, in Milwaukee here, they used to sing a song. Supposing the voices used to sing, it will show up. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. Hmm? You ain't got to worry about it. It's going to show up if you're a Christian. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Oh, don't tell me it was no accident. Oops, and all that. It was not in your mouth. Look at this. It's going to be made manifest, but God has showed it under them. You already know you ain't right. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Is your heart right? Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Is your heart right? Because when you are a true believer, we live by conviction. If your heart or your conscience condemn you, God is greater than your conscience. Hmm? You know you didn't say that right and do that just right. It's time for a do-over. All oh, glory be to God. You know one thing about folk, they'll spend an hour in the mirror before they go to work or church or wherever they need to go, and if something ain't right, they'll do it over. Hmm? They'll do it over with quickness because they want to look right and appear right before folk. What about God? Oh, glory be to God. Oh, I'm getting stirred up now. <laughs> oh, what about God? Don't you want to look right before God, no matter what folk think about you? Oh, you know, I'm getting worked up today. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. Let me go back to, uh, I got to go back to Ephesians. Let's go back to Ephesians because we, we almost out of time now. I'm going to go back to Ephesians because we got a lot to work with here. Let me go to Ephesians again. 
go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians, we can go to uh, Ephesians 4, and we're going to go to about maybe 18. Let's see. I think that's where we left off at. 4 and 18. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So now we're going to go to 4 and uh, let's go to Ephesians 4 and uh, 19. Now, we know why they're doing it, because their hearts is blinded. The word comes to shine light on it. All right. So we don't stay in darkness. Once we've been born in the image of God, he don't let us. He don't allow us to stay in darkness. Huh? If something comes up, God is going to manifest it and put the light on. He's going to give it to another believer. He's going to give it to somebody. Well, I don't care if he give it to a sinner. He's going to give it to somebody to make you know that you're going the wrong way. Hmm? God is not going to allow you to be lost. Because he come to save you. All right. Matthew 1 and 21 said, and she shall bring forth the son. They shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from the sin. So God didn't come to save us, to leave us messed up. All right. So I'm just trying to break it down. Use a short version. Okay. I could use more scripture to explain it, but let's go here. Uh, verse 19, Ephesians 4 and 19. Paul is talking to the church of Ephesus. We talking about Christian living. Hmm? Who being uh, past feelings have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. This is the old life. <laughs> I'm trying to give a contrast here. This was our old life. Hmm? Second Corinthians 5 and 17 says, if any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Glory. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is a learning way. Jesus says, uh, <clears throat> I thank the old father, Lord of heaven, who had hid these things from the wise and prudent and had revealed them unto babes. Huh? Now, it's very important uh, when we look at Jesus teaching the apostles. We're still in Ephesians, but I want to get something for you so you can uh, so you can see Jesus didn't come uh, to leave them without knowledge and understanding. Hmm? And he says to them in 11 and 20, he said, come unto me, all you that labor in heaven, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Hmm? Now, we can't enter into the rest until we get our lives, all oh, glory be to God, at a place where God can be pleased. Hmm? To rest in God is to have the peace of God. All oh, glory be to God. And without the peace of God, we got to learn how to get the peace of God by taking the yoke of God upon us and learn of him. Hmm? He said, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and then you shall find rest for your souls. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, how can the burden be light? Sin is a weight. Hmm? Every sin is a weight. Now, Hebrews 12, 1 says, Therefore, seeing that we're compassed about with so great cloud of witness. He said, let us lay aside, all glory be to God, every weight and the sin which do it so easily beset us. 
and let us run the race with patience. Hmm? Huh? That's set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. It's important. Hmm? It's important as we look at the scripture there in Ephesians 4 and 19. Hmm? This was our old life. We should not be plagued after you've been saved. Oh, glory be to God. Over a period of time, we should no longer be uh, continually plagued with our old life. Yeah, there's things we're struggling with. There's things that you're going to wrestle with. But the Bible said, let us go on to perfection. Hmm? We not keep laying, you know, again, you know, dead works under repentance. We not just keep doing the same thing over and over again, not having an understanding that I need to stop sinning. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And so when God show you something, he reveals it to you to work on it. All oh, glory be to God. And so not to keep going in it. Romans says, in Romans 6, he says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Hmm? So we have to understand that we don't live there no more. I used to live there. My testimony says, as Paul was testifying to them, I used to be just like this. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And so people now, as Christians and as believers, we're being pushed in a corner and being intimidated and being made to be afraid to testify about all glory be to God. Hmm? What we used to do. I'm not ashamed to talk about what I used to do because I don't do it no more. I don't get no pleasure out of it, talking about it, but I can talk about it because I've been delivered. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Let me get, I got to get through Ephesians. We, we got to get somewhere. I'm running out of time. He says here, but ye have not so learned Christ. This is what I'm talking about, Christian living. You ain't learned Christ if you still repeating the same baby steps. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? The Bible says, Strong meat belong to them that are full age, having their reason exercised to be able to discern good and evil. You don't know the, oh, glory be to God. When you're ignorant, you don't know good from bad, right from wrong. Hmm? But when you become of a full age, you'll be able to exercise your understanding and your reasoning of the spirituality of, no, this is not like God. Hmm? Look at this. I want to bring something to you. If you learn not so learn Christ, he said, if so be that you have heard him. I got to put this on the screen for you. Because mm. when I get warmed up here, let's see here. We had uh, 4 and uh, 20, I believe. We had 4 and 21. That's where we're at. We're at 4 and 21. He says, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? There's too many Christians saying they know God and they've been taught the word of God. Hmm? But they don't have a life to back it up. Hmm? Either you know him or you don't know him. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Some people know of. Hmm? an individual, but they don't know the individual. 
Give you an example. Bishop, uh, uh, and we, we thank God for our Bishop Emeritus, Bishop uh, Floyd Scott. You know, he, he taught us, you know, that, you know, uh, there's a young man, you know, he's a great orator and, you know, he would sing, you know, and he would talk about and he would read, you know, the 23rd Psalm and he would get an audience that would, you know, just really, really, you know, give him an applause. And one day he got challenged by a young man that asked for an opportunity to read the 23rd Psalm. Hmm? And when he read the 23rd Psalm, uh, it was a different response. And make a long story short, when everything was over with, the older man pulled the young man to the side and said, how did you, I've been doing this for so many years. I've been doing this so many times. How was you able to get such a great response out of this same book that I read? And the young man had to let the older man know, hmm? you know the 23rd Psalm, but I know the shepherd. And so it's a difference when you know the shepherd, all glory be to God. Hmm? It's going to make a difference in your life. Hmm? Can't, it can't nobody deny all glory be to God. They said in the scripture that they recognized that they were foolish, ignorant, and unlearned men. But they could not deny the fact that they had been with Jesus. All glory be to God. And that's where I want to be. Hmm? I don't want to be so politically correct and, you know, uh, you know, got everything in its proper place, but I want to be biblically sound. Hmm? That's what we need to be in these last days and stop being copycatters. <laughs> oh, glory. Let me get out of here. Hmm? Some folk, they didn't start a whole church by copycatting after they pastor or whoever. <laughs> Man, please, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? You ain't nothing but a copycat. Hmm? But you got to learn to walk in your own skin. Hmm? Ain't no sense you trying to walk in somebody else's shoes. They might be too big for you. Hmm? Look at this. He says here in Ephesians 4 and 21. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Ain't but one Lord. Ain't but one faith. Ain't but one baptism. Hmm? Ain't but one father of all, above all, and through all. And in you all that's filled with the Holy Ghost, according to Ephesians 4 and 5. Hmm? But we got so many people hmm, saying they know Jesus. Look at this. He says that I'm at 22. I think I'm at 22. I'm getting out of here now. He says here that you put off. This is the problem we have now. People don't want to be told what to put on and what to put off. In these last days, pastors everywhere is having this problem. Hmm? Uh, people now, folk will, oh, let me get out of here. Hmm? Folk will leave you quicker than the water can run off a duck's back. <laughs> let me go. <laughs> I got to go. Hmm? Because they can have it their way now. Hmm? But God didn't set it up that way. Hmm? God set it up that way. According to uh, uh, Jeremiah 3 and 15, said, I, for, I will give you pastors according to my own heart 
which shall feed you with knowledge to understand. If you running everywhere, all oh, glory be to God. If God give you a pastor, he ain't going to give you but one till one till the other one die or whatever happens next. But anything that's got more than one head is a free. Hmm? I'm just going to bring it to you straight. And so you can't have but one leader at a time. Hmm? And folk will call me, folk will do different stuff. And I tell them, you need to call the pastor. <laughs> Let me get out of there. I got to go. Hmm? I'm just helping. Hmm? Don't call me. Call Bishop Murchison. Hmm? And this is what we need to do. We need to be humble enough to know the word of God and know our place. Oh, I got to get out of here. I know. Well, people don't teach that no more. People just let people run amok and do whatever they want to do because they want to have membership. They want to have an offering. Forget the offering. I want you to go to heaven. <laughs> let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Y'all getting me worked up now. Hmm? I'd rather you, oh, I'd rather you see heaven crack open than to have a, oh, glory be to God, than to fill my bank account up and you be lost. Hmm? I really mean that because it's time out for this foolishness. Look at this. Let's go. Hmm? Paul said, I have labored with my own hands. Huh? I ain't chargeable to no man. I don't owe no man. Hmm? Paul was a tent maker. Yeah, they helped Paul and they gave Paul and they assisted Paul, but Paul wasn't dependent on them. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Let me get out of here. Look at this. He said that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. You need to get rid of that old man. That's why your attitude hadn't got right yet in 2024. You still mad with the pastor. What you mad with the pastor for? He just trying to get you right. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I got to go. The pastor see, oh, glory be to God. The pastor see what God is showing him, and he can't work on nothing. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. He can't do nothing if God don't release him from it. And you wonder why the pastor keep preaching the same message. He keep preaching the same message because you in the same spot. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? He says that you put off the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Don't you know your flesh is deceitful? Hmm? Jeremiah 17 and 9 says, Oh, glory be to God. The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Lord. He said, I tried the reins. Huh? So God searched the heart and he tried the reins. Look at this. He know how far you'll go with that corrupt mind. This is why he's working on you. Oh, I'm glad God still got his hands on me. Look at this. I got to go a little bit farther. We getting out of here now. We wrapping up. Stay with us. We 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 getting out of here because we got to put some things on the screen. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put off the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Huh? That you put on the new man. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Oh, the new man. Remember, I quoted 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. The old man is gone now. I feel lighter. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? I don't feel heavy in my spirit. Hmm? When the person that did me wrong show up now, I don't even have to feel heavy in my spirit. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? Because I gave it to God. I forgave him already. Hmm? I let it go already. Because hmm? if I ever held it, <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really, y'all really don't want this. Hmm? 
Because people that hold stuff is going to come out sooner or later. It's going to come out in a bad way. And so you, you're still going to show up that it's still there. And so get rid of it. All glory be to God. He says, and put on the new man. All glory be to God. I told you I had good news for you. Put that new man on. Hmm? All glory be to God. God will give you a garment of praise. Glory. Hmm? That you can praise him while you're going through the test. Look at this. Put on the new man, which is all glory be to God. When you put on the new man, hmm? he's created after God. Hmm? Created in righteousness and true holiness. If there's a true holiness, there's a false holiness. Hmm? And you ain't got to pretend like you're holy. Be holy. First Peter 1, 15, 16 says, be ye holy for I'm holy. Hmm? As it is written, be ye holy from holy. Look at this. Wherefore, put away lying. Oh, Lord, I got to go now. Hmm? Are you still lying? Hmm? You told the pastor you're going to be at church on time this year. Hmm? Last, you said that same thing last year. Oh, let me get out. I got to go. You told the pastor you're going to do better. Hmm? You're going to come to Sunday school. You still ain't came to Sunday school. Hmm? What's the matter? Hmm? You told the pastor. Oh, let me get out of here. Matter yet, let me just leave the pastor alone. You told the Lord. <laughs> oh, let me quit. Huh? You told the Lord you was going to do better. Oh, glory be to God. Help me, Lord. Hmm? Wherefore, put away lying and speak every man the truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Hmm? Person you told, they said, I need to ride to church. And you said you're going to pick them up. You went on to church and left them at home. <laughs> God, Lord, help us. Hmm? But we're supposed to be better missionaries. We're supposed to be better ministers, better evangelists, better preachers. We should be trying to get people to the altar. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. Speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we're members one of another. I'm going to get this. I'm going to try to finish this out and let y'all go. I got You see, I got more work to do. Look at this. He says here, and I believe this is 26 here. Uh, 26, be ye angry and sin not and let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither, oh Lord, neither give place to the devil. Huh? And let not the sun go down upon your wrath. And neither give place to the devil. I got to spend some time there. I'm sorry. Uh, Y'all stay with me. Hopefully I can get out of here in the next five minutes. Hmm? <laughs> oh, glory. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Evangelist. Thank you. Um, let me get here. I got to get this, y'all. Y'all bear with me. Five more minutes. Look, he says here in Ephesians uh, 4 and 27, neither give place to the devil. Sometimes we don't understand 1 Peter 5 and 8. It tells us to be sober, be vigilant. Huh? Because the adversary, the devil, walking about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 
Hmm? You see it in Job. Hmm? When the sons of God came and when the sons of God came presented themselves before God, the devil showed up also. He said, what are you doing here? Hmm? He said, I'm just going to and fro. Huh? And he was looking for an opportunity. Hmm? We should not, all oh, glory be to God. It's a bad thing to give somebody a weapon to hurt you with. Hmm? And this is what I'm talking about here in the scripture. We should not give the devil an opportunity hmm, to take an advantage of us. And when you get angry, you lose control. This is why you need to have control of the anger. This is why we need to be subject. Hmm? We need to, you know, have the flesh in subjection. Hmm? It's not easy. I'm telling you it's not easy. But it can be done. It has to be exercised through the spirit. This is why your spirit has to grow. I'm I hope I'm helping somebody today. Our spirit needs to grow. The spirit man needs to grow in order to hold this and hold this flesh back. And the only way the spirit man can grow is through these consecrating months that we're in right now. Hmm? You got to turn that plate over. Hmm? I know you like eating. I know you like what you like, but you, hey, you got to turn it loose. Because if not, the one you feed is what's going to grow. And I don't care how you try to talk to the devil. If you can't get your flesh under control, guess what? The enemy is going to use the world to flirt with your flesh. And the Bible says every man huh, is tempted when he's drawn away from his own lust. huh? And when lust is conceived, huh, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, it brings forth death. So, we're not going to, I don't care how young, how old, how long you've been in ministry. If you don't put the flesh on time out, uh, what you feed is what's going to grow. All right. So these are the things we must take. We must take uh, spiritual things and be strengthened uh, in the inner man with spiritual things. Hmm? Ain't no sense in you, uh, you know, stand at the buffet all the time and then thinking that, you know, the flesh going to be in line. It's not. Hmm? You can't give the flesh everything it wants all the time. Hmm? This is why it's very important. When the boys uh, couldn't cast out the devil, they came running back to Jesus, complaining and trying to figure out what went wrong. Hmm? And this is what I was trying to share also and try to display, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a loving way, in a positive way before other believers that, you know, people got demonic spirits. And if you're not living right, that devil will jump off of them and jump on you and tear your clothes off and give you a nice whooping. So we need to be prayed up. Because hmm? I'm not saying, I'm not saying, and I'm not advocating nobody demise because I got good news. The good news is the bad news is wrong. Hmm? And that you need to have the new man, hmm? which is created after righteousness. Hmm? Look at this now. As we go to a close, we got to get rid of this anger hmm? and don't give no place to the devil because when you get angry, the devil looking for a place. Hmm? He probably sitting right there waiting for you to go a little bit farther so he can take advantage of you. 
All right. And so we must uh, be aware of our anger issues. Hmm? All right. Uh, let's take a look. Don't let the sun go down your raft. Don't go to bed with stuff on your heart that you can deal with throughout the day. Now, let me go to the next scripture. Uh, I want to go to 27, uh, 28. Going to 28 now. We're going to go to 30. Hopefully we can get down through here. He says here, um, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands, the things which is good that he may uh, have to give to them, him that need it. All right. This is the one I want. Uh, 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying. This is something uh, all Christians must work on. No matter how long you've been saved, we got to continue. All of these principles I brought, we need to work on. We have to work on them. But this is imperative. Hmm? Uh, This corrupt communication. Hmm? Because this tongue, this little fire, this little red ball of fire in our mouth you know it it can speak life and it also can speak death and so we have to be careful Hmm? and uh don't do a lot of unwholesome talk when i say unwholesome it doesn't edify nothing Hmm? mom and them taught me if you can't say nothing good don't say nothing at all edify means to build up if you can't build a person up ain't no sense you tearing them down Hmm? i'm just gonna make it plain to you Ain't no sense be tearing you down. I just keep it to myself. <laughs> huh? And talk to the Lord about it. But ain't no sense me telling you about another person and it ain't going to build them up. Hmm? Because you might go to them and tell them what I said. And now guess what I didn't cause? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I've caused a problem. Hmm? And so it's very important that we work on these things so we can be together on this year. So we can be locked in and locked together that the devil don't have no place to go. All glory be to God. But out the door. All glory be to God. Hmm? When he come in like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard against him. This is what we need to be uh, working on and uh, exemplifying these last and evil days. As I get out of here, I'm going to the next one because we got we, we're out of time now. And uh, he says here. Um, don't, you know, that it that it may minister grace to the hear. And he said, grieve not the Holy Spirit for you are, you know, whereby you're sealed into the day of redemption. I'm getting down to 31. Let's see. I want the next one. Is that Ephesians? I'm sorry. I, I didn't got off of Ephesians. I want to go to Ephesians uh, 4 and 31. I'm on the wrong scripture now. Sorry. 4 and 31. That's what I want. Ephesians 4 and 31. We're, we're going to finish this. He says, let all bitterness, wrath, and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as Christ for God's sake has forgiven you. This is what we need to work on. Now, this is one of the things we need to work on. We need to work on forgiven uh we need to work on uh receiving forgiveness 
and we must work on being willing to forgive those even that has wronged us. I know this is work that we got to do because in this Christian life, there is suffering. And I want to say to the people of God, uh, the good news is God has already suffered for us in the flesh. Now, we have to prepare our hearts, according to 1 Peter 4, to have the same framework of I'm willing to suffer for righteousness sake. And so it's very important. Now, if you suffer, be buffeted for your own fault, the scripture says, take it with patience. And so uh, if I do something unwise, do something that's counterproductive uh, in the welfare of my brother, sister, or even myself, you know, if I do something unwise before the saints, I need to take it with patience. Hmm? Ain't no sense of me, uh, you know, if I do something I shouldn't do, ain't no sense of me want to preach every Sunday, I need to sit down. Hmm? I know people don't teach that no more. People teach Hey, you can do whatever and just keep on going. But that's not the way we were taught. We're taught if you uh, do something that's an inf uh, infringement or that's an infraction, uh, it warrants you to sit down and uh, get yourself together. Talk to the Lord, repent, and get with the person, repent, and uh, work on those things. And then be renewed and be um, restored, according to the scripture. Be restored. But we got so many unrestored people. We got hurting people, you know, bleeding out, hurting other people. Hmm? And we need to stop this. And the only way we can stop this is we need to look at Christian, the Christian living, hmm? the Christian life, the conversation, the internal workings and components of the Holy Ghost being evident in our lives. And with the, without the presence of the Holy Ghost, with, with the absence of the Holy Spirit, it just can't be done. Hmm? It won't be done. And so that's why we have works of the flesh. We're going to talk about it next, uh, next series. We got 17 works of the flesh. There's more. But you got works of the flesh, and then you got works of the Spirit. And what we need to do is we need to cultivate the works of the Spirit. All right? These are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. I hope I said something that would encourage you. We're going to continue in Ephesians uh, on Wednesday, if the Lord's will. We're going to continue in it. We got some more scripture for you. Um, we're going to, um, we got about uh, quite a few other things we're going to talk about uh, a Christian life or Christian living. So uh, the Christian life is more, and we're going to go to um, also 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the Christian life is more than just a shout. It's more than just talking in a tongue. Hmm? It's more than just, you know, having the appearance. Hmm? The scribes and Pharisees did all of these things. Hmm? It didn't mean a hill of beans to God hmm? because they didn't observe hmm? the weightier matters. All right? And so the weightier matters is, yeah, we should be clean. Yeah, we should be presentable. We're not coming against any of those things because those things are right to do. But it's really an injustice hmm, to call yourself a Christian hmm, and not have the content, character, or conversation as a believer ought to. All right? And so I'm done at this time. 
Thank you for joining us on the broadcast. Stay with me. I just want to give you some information, some slides. So we're going to put these on the screen for you. We're going to try to um, uh, get these over to you. So stay with us. I'm going to put these on the screen for you if the Lord's will. Um, we're going to switch over here. So you're going to hear the audio, but we have some slides going and we're going to announce these slides uh, as they appear. So we're going to put these slides on the screen and uh, we're going to put them up there. And so I think they're going now on the screen. And so we have uh, the Men of Valor Conference coming up February 9th and 10th. Uh, we ask that you will come and support the National Brotherhood, which will be in Blytheville, Arkansas, where uh, our Bishop uh, Johnson Stone and Mother Bertie Stone is the pastor there in Blytheville, Arkansas. All right. We also have the Women of Worth Conference coming up in 2024. The conference is going to be in St. Louis, Missouri at 4201 North Newstead, where our assistant presiding bishop, uh, Charles Webb and Mother Laverne Webb, um, there are the leaders there of that assembly. And uh, they will be having that, uh, uh, the Women of Worth Conference there. And so we ask that you would join them there. Uh, at the Pentecostal Power Church, 4201 North Newstead. And uh, that's going to be in March 1st and March 2nd of 2024. Uh, All right. And then we have our uh, 70th annual, annual Pentecost, which will be on May 19th and May, uh, May 13th. I'm sorry, May 13th through May 19th. So we're going to have our 70th annual Pentecost which will be May 9th, 13th through the 19th, uh, which will be uh, definitely in uh, Ben Harbor, Michigan at Peace Temple, where uh, Bishop Arthur Bullock and Mother Bullock, uh, they are the leaders there in Ben Harbor, Michigan. Please uh, be a part of us. I do have one more flyer I'd like to put up for y'all, and I believe uh, that's going to be uh, let me see here. I think I just got this one. Uh, bear with me. I think it's important that I give you this flyer. I just got it. Um, it's another um, service that's being had, and I need to put that flyer up. Maybe I'll get it on Wednesday. I usually can cast it from my phone. I'm just trying to see if I can uh, locate that flyer for you. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't have that flyer ready. So hopefully if the Lord's will, I'll have it up Wednesday. I'll, I think, uh, pastor, uh, district Ella, pastor Calvin Stone, um, I just got their flyer. And then also the, uh, national ushers, I'll have their flyer up hopefully on Wednesday. If the Lord's will, um, uh, I was still going to try to put it on the screen for you, but I want to thank you for joining us today uh, on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. I found it. Hold on one second here. I think I found it. I did. All right. Let's see if I can. Uh, let's see if I can put that on the screen here. All right. Let's see. Play. I did find a flyer. 
Yeah, I did find it. Uh, but unfortunately, it won't let me cast it. So I'll make sure I put that flyer up for you on Wednesday. If you have any feedback or comments, uh, please share with us. I just want to acknowledge all of you that are online with me. Uh, Lillian, Lillian Roberts, we want to say praise the Lord to Elder Mac, Edward Mac Brown. We want to say praise the Lord to Pastor Simmons, uh, Brian Simmons, and to uh, Evangelist Draven. We want to praise the Lord and even those that may not have spoken uh, in the chat. Uh, we want to say um, praise the Lord to all of you. Uh, thank you for joining us on the broadcast. Um, we will have that Zoom up. Uh, hopefully, uh, by the end of the month, we'll have that Zoom up where you all can come on and share with us. So we'll we'll start the broadcast. We'll send you the Zoom link where if you desire to come on, you can do that. We'll put it on the screen. So, again, with no further ado, we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, uh, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, until next time, uh, we want to say uh, God bless you and thank you for joining us, the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. We love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you in Jesus' name.